0: Obviously, you are not a golfer. What kind of beer do you like?
1: Heineken! Fuck that shit! Pack, spoon, ribbon!
0: You take drugs, Danny? Every yeah. day. Good. So, what's the problem? I don't know. I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! so bitch. You stole my home. <laughs> Let's talk about some movies. Hurrah. I'm excited. Hoorah. You know why?
1: I'm always excited. I don't why, guess it's why Thursday, are you, I guess. Why are you
0: excited? <laughs> Thursday Thursday. Weekend is almost upon us. Thursday. Welcome back to WTM. Watch this movie. I am Eric Mulder.
1: <laughs> so he says, wrecked him, damn near killed
0: him. Joining me today is only one person, one fellow WTMer. Yep. Mr. Brett. The only one that
1: uh, shows up <laughs> and gets it done
0: well i just feel that we're all made exactly the way we're supposed to be oh no hey no! I'm, I'm a christian and you ain't gonna sit there and blame god for how you look okay
1: hashtag be better <laughs> is that is that how that works
0: i know jason needs to start feeling better that's one thing jason's yeah, been under the weather for about two weeks what's his deal it's something similar to what i kind of had it sounds very similar that he basically just has a He's had a cold for the past two weeks or so. Were you two like making out or something? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then it took a month to fester inside of him before it,
1: you know, just like coughed in his mouth or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like the South Park where Cartman gets AIDS and then he <laughs> takes some withdraws some blood and then squirts it in what Kyle's mouth when he's sleeping. No, yeah. no, it was Kyle. Kyle
1: got AIDS first, and then he gave Cartman AIDS, and then Cartman went around. He would ask him if he was positive, and he'd be like, I'm not just positive. I'm HIV positive.
0: No, because that was the whole thing. He got it first, and everyone was like, didn't give a shit. And then he gave it to Kyle to prove that it was a big deal. Oh, maybe. He was like pissed off.
1: I don't know. They both got AIDS, and then they went and visited Magic Johnson. Yeah. Heard Magic was uh, camping outside of LeBron's house for an hour (laughs) before free agency started oh really Get nervous
0: i'm sure well this will just be a recently seen episode we're still in the middle of our summer of summer movies we'll be doing the rock hopefully next week on monday we'll be recording all things considered or if everything goes to plan Hmm. if jason doesn't die before then yeah. um, And then the week after, Jones and I will be doing our breakdown of Easy Rider, which you will not be participating in because you hate American movies. <laughs>
1: uh, that's not true. <laughs> that one I didn't particularly care for.
0: Not an Easy Rider guy, huh? I don't
1: know. There's, there's a whole lot of nothing going on. <laughs> it's
0: only 90 minutes. Yeah,
1: uh, not a lot happening.
0: It's one of the earliest films with a uh, like a soundtrack that was a hey did you hear that fucking soundtrack? Yeah and everyone else is also like what's a soundtrack?
1: <laughs> they uh they did something that um Justice League didn't do and played Steppenwolf on their soundtrack. <laughs> How are you gonna have a character named Steppenwolf and not play fucking Steppenwolf?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, are you uh foreshadowing one of your selections?
1: No that one sucked so I'm not gonna talk about
0: it. <laughs> not gonna talk about it. <laughs> I rewatched it again as well. I initially gave it a last resort, and I wouldn't move it. I'd still keep it to a last resort. I'd agree with that. I will say that I guess I didn't dislike it as much as I did the first time. However, it's still a mess of a movie. Too many cooks in the kitchen.
1: Yeah. The first half hour really took me out of it, and then I just didn't give a shit for the rest of it. It's entertaining enough, but it's not good.
0: It seems like Joss Whedon really changed a lot of what was going on because rewatching it, there was that controversy about um, the reshoots and that Henry Cavill um, had to keep his mustache because he was filming uh, the new Mission Impossible movie that comes out this weekend, I think. Is it next week? I don't know. Soon. Comes out soon. Fallout. Mission Impossible Fallout. Pretty pumped for that. But yeah, he has a mustache in that movie and he wasn't allowed to shave because he was filming it. And so they had to digitally remove his mustache from all those reshot Justice League scenes. And from what I can tell, I didn't really see one scene that was undoctored. It seemed like every scene that Henry Cavill was in, his mouth was all fucked up. You could tell that they altered it.
1: I didn't think to look for that.
0: So it seems like all the previously shot Henry Cavill scenes were scrapped. And all the reshoots at least for Superman's storyline and all his scenes, were used from the uh, reshoots.
1: Mission Impossible is out July 27th.
0: 27th? End of the month. It's a a couple more weeks. A couple more weeks, I suppose. But, yeah, just kind of a mess of a movie. Missed opportunity. Succumbing to fan pressure. Yeah. It has to to be under two hours. It has to be fun and blah, blah, blah. We
1: have to have the flash be nerdy but you know kind of likable
0: yeah i did like ezra miller as the flash and i did find him funny but you could tell that was he was their like marvel surrogate like we need a you know young smart ass whippersnapper who's a lot of fun everyone's just gonna love
1: it's like can you can you make a character that's spider-man plus quicksilver and then put him in a red suit
0: yeah, I also think part of the problem is just, you know, Batman is so kind of grounded in reality, at least yeah. maybe that's the audience's problem that we kind of do that for him or make him grounded. You know, the Nolan trilogy mm. uh, was very grounded in reality. It was kind of the most like realistic uh, view of Batman. It's kind of like, well, if Batman exists in real life, that was kind of what it would be like. Right keaton batmans or i should say the you know tim burton batmans and the schumacher ones to varying degrees are different kind of manifestations of just like the comic book version of -hmm. batman and this new one is completely unrealistic because superman is alive (laughs) and other other metahumans or superhumans whatever you want to call them So everyone has these special abilities. So Batman is A, not really needed. (laughs) Right. And B, you take Batman's character where he's dark and serious into like, hey, now he's supposed to be cracking jokes with Superman. Right. And it kind of really takes everyone out of it. So like they're used to seeing a dark and brooding Batman and now they're trying to now they're it's like a it's a shock to see a a more fun loving Batman, I guess.
1: Well, they're trying to turn Superman more into Batman, it seems like, too. Like, he's, yeah. he's usually, like, super upbeat and corny and super uh, well, good, good guy, and now he's he's dark and brooding and yeah. depressed. And
0: Although, to be more fair to that aspect of it, the Superman movies were, you know, in the late 70s and 80s. Right. And then there wasn't another one until 06, and that one's kind of seen as... You know, it's, it's it's a forgotten movie. Yeah. So we don't really have all we have is like the corny Christopher Reeves Superman.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think I've talked to Jones about this on the show too. The more I watch Superman, I think about Superman. I think I just don't find him as interesting as a character because he's just kind of bland. Yeah. I, like his personality-wise. I
1: agree. I think the same thing.
0: Like the history behind him and you know krypton and all that i find that stuff interesting but it like his personality is very bland very you know kansas farm boy right very bland
1: well, and then even like as clark kent he's like intentionally mm-hmm. boring
0: yeah he needs to i mean yeah, it's for the survival of his character and, he has to be boring and you know? as
1: as superman he's not much better
0: yeah so you expect him to be like this charismatic leader and he's just a boring guy yeah <laughs>
1: Plus, he's invincible. Like, yeah. The fuck? There's never
0: any stakes. <laughs> you know. had to gonna. get Krypton every movie to get stakes.
1: Yeah. Is, is he going to win this time? Yeah, he's fucking Superman. Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course he's going to win.
0: Which is kind of the thing, you know, with the Marvel movies. But that's more so, like, Superman, you just know he's going to be okay. Unless there's Kryptonite, nothing can harm him.
1: I didn't like that they, uh... So They start off Justice League Talking about how Superman's dead mm-hmm. And then while they're doing that They're doing the, the opening credits With the actor credits And Henry Cavill's Like the second one
0: Yeah,
1: It's like are you fucking He's dead okay I, I bet he's gonna stay dead the whole movie It's the second build actor
0: mm-hmm. That was another you Problem with marketing and just making that movie He was on
1: the poster too
0: yeah, and someone cuz they tried to hide it for a while and it's like why are you hiding this? Everyone knows he's in it. Right. So it's like they did a half-assed job. They should have went the whole way or not at all. And like, they tried to Yeah, I
1: don't know if it was was a surprise or what, but uh you'd think they if they wanted to keep it a secret, they could have kept it a secret. Like if they wanted to bring him back.
0: Yeah, someone at least still be a lot of people out there like, oh, I bet you he's coming back. There's no fucking way they're doing it without Superman, you know?
1: Well, I, I'm sure because every other version of Justice League has this has Superman in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hated the Aquaman.
0: Yeah. Actually, I liked him too. And the thing is, it's also, like I told Jones, I think if this movie was done right, it should have been about 20 minutes longer. And not... Not the same movie 20 minutes longer. That's not right. what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it would have been 20 more in- minutes of uninteresting uninter- shit. But I thought Cyborg's character, he was the one I was least excited about. Yeah. And rewatching it the second time, I was like, this is a pretty interesting character. But there's barely any scenes with him, just like the other characters. Like, mm-hmm. they give you one or two. to go, No, that's the character. And no more backstory needed. I think It's I like re- a truncated version of everyone's backstory. And yeah. it's all neatly streamlined. Like, here it is. Here's everything all at once and we don't need to go in depth with these characters at all. It'll be fine.
1: Right. Well, you're gonna get solo movies later. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a bad marketing plan.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that's the only
1: We'll tease you with them in this other <laughs> movie, but then yeah, you, you know, you'll get really excited for their their individual movie. Just like Wonder Woman. She shows up in Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. and they're like, Hey, you wanna see more of her? come to this other movie mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah although she doesn't just show up at the end she's kind of in that movie throughout a little bit yeah she is I mean pl- I mean, you Mostly think about it that movie's half, a though. that's a long fucking movie especially yeah. the director's cut three hours so there's not, plenty of Wonder Woman I've not
1: seen the director's cut
0: I watched it once I can't I think
1: I liked it a
0: little better but yeah. I don't know it doesn't really matter um, yeah it was kind of the reverse thing Marvel did but then again they can't do the same thing Marvel did because they were mm-hmm. they're ten years too late. Yeah, and so their they're trying to catch up.
1: Their characters are overall weaker, I think.
0: So when you you watch Justice League, you're not as invested in basically most of the characters except for Batman, right? And that's mostly from previous iterations of the character, and not necessarily the current, you know, Ben Affleck versus Marvel. he had a couple more standalone movies before mm-hmm. the Avengers <laughs> got together. Yeah. So then you cared more about the characters, at least in theory. And not even just in theory, I guess, because it worked. But, well, didn't
1: yeah. they have, because uh, they had like Iron Man, Hulk, or the Incredible Hulk, whatever, mm-hmm. Thor.
0: And S- Captain America.
1: Captain America. They all had their own movies before the Avengers. Yeah.
0: Although I don't really count the Hulk one, but yes, you could say, I mean, they try and claim the second Hulk movie as part of the Marvel Universe. Although, I think
1: that was the intention, and then they just hated Ed Norton.
0: Well, Iron Man was the was the real takeoff of the Marvel Universe. It was like, we're getting it started with Iron Man. Hmm. But, yeah, they they do lump Hulk in there, that last Hulk movie, which, I don't know. I've never seen that one. Don't care.
1: I haven't seen it. I saw the, the uh, Ang Lee one, and it was not good. No, I don't know.
0: I always hear different things about both of them.
1: It takes like an hour and a half for him to become the Hulk.
0: I always hear different things about, no, the first one's the good one, and the second one sucks, and vice versa. And it like, probably wow, means I they don't... both suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> they probably both suck. <laughs> but, yeah, let's get off of the Marvel DC debate. And much... I'll, I'll swing back to it later with a movie I watched recently. How about that? Nice oh, little yeah. tease for the folks at home.
1: It was much longer than I anticipated talking about Justice League.
0: <laughs> You're telling me. Oh, You want to go first or shall I? It is that go. time again.
1: I, I can go first. What did you see, Clarice? What did you see?
0: What did you see, Brett?
1: I, I saw it from 2017.
0: Oh, good for you. And how was it?
1: This is great. Thanks for asking. It was, it was awesome. Uh, so, plot summary. In the summer of 1989, a group of bullied kids band together to, to, to destroy a shape shifting monster which disguises itself as a clown and preys on the children of Derry, their small Maine town. That's what about
0: a- their secondary town?
1: <laughs> Maine with an E. <laughs> This,
0: I don't know.
1: I don't know why they put that in there. Uh directed by Andy Muschietti.
0: I know Muschetti?
1: Muschetti? I don't know. It's Mut Really it's really <laughs> Italian.
0: Just stick your your hand and your fingers up like this. <laughs> Muschietti. I see. Gorlami. <laughs>
1: the uh the cast includes uh Jaden Lieberherr, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Sophia Lillis, Finn Wolfhard, Chosen Jacobs, that's the name, Chosen, Jack Dylan Grazer, Wyatt Olaf, Bill Skarsgård, Nicholas Hamilton, I'm not going to list the rest of these, <laughs> a lot of other not very well known people uh yeah i really like this movie uh thought they did a good job of keeping it creepy creepy vibe throughout Mm -hmm. um it's about a thousand times better than the early 90s (laughs) version of it uh i uh the clown pennywise the clown is uh is a lot less goofy in this one Mm -hmm. he's uh He's, he's really, really creepy, and they keep that vibe throughout. Like I said, I thought they did a great job of uh, manifesting each of the kids' uh, individual fears and, and kind of keeping you on the edge of your seat with that type of thing. The acting was really good for, for a lot of kid actors in there, it, it was pretty well done. Yeah, I think I'll give it a soonish.
0: Soonish? Yeah, I remember I gave it an eventually. Uh, when I saw it, I saw it in the theater, and if you recall on that episode, I vented Yeah, about my lack of a good experience at the theater. Yeah. It was I, one of the worst theater-going experiences of my life, if not the worst.
1: I think if you give it a try and don't mm-hmm. have other people ruining it for you, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll enjoy it quite in, a bit.
0: Imagine somebody just laughing throughout the entire movie.
1: Yeah. It's... <laughs> it's... There, aren't, there are some funny parts, yeah. but not that many. Let's put it this it's, way. He it, was
0: laughing. It was not daylight out.
1: <laughs> it was, it well, it
0: seems at night or it was dark at all. Yeah. Like in the very beginning, it starts with the famous, you know, the kids puts his uh, the paper boat mm-hmm. and it's raining outside, puts it in the stream. It's going down the street, goes into the sewer. Right. The guy was like cackling. Not just one guy. It was, like, a group of people. Like, I think they all had some brownies or just smoked a huge blunt Something, before they came yeah. in. Because it was ridiculous. Because it was one thing if, like, the movie was shitty and you are laughing at it. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's at least, well, Like even if I didn't like it or thought it was, it would have to be laughably bad Yeah. for it to do that. And you already knew, like, I had seen it uh, a few weeks after it came out or maybe just a week or two, but it already had the big Rotten Tomatoes score. Mm-hmm. Everyone was loving it, setting box office records. And there's this a group of about eight to 10 people that were just having the time of their life at this screening.
1: That's crazy. Laughing away.
0: Because
1: it's, uh, it's really fucking uh, like creepy, like I said. Mm-hmm. It's like they really, you know... Did a good job of trying to scare you. Like it's it's really well written, really well directed, really well acted. You know the the TV version they toned it down so much. Mm-hmm. It's like for kids. This one they ramped up the violence, they ramped up the the scares, they ramped up the uh the language. So it's it's definitely uh, intended for an older audience.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, they, even though it's they,
1: kids, they do their damnedest to scare the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. And I, I did the really most rep- for the most part. I thought they did a great job.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that the studio went for an R rating. Yeah, they could very easily have just gone for a PG-13, put a bunch of hot. Well, they did put some, a couple of the kids were kind of hot. You know, there's the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah. So we're, there were a couple, you know, hot actors. Yeah. In The parlance of our times hot actors in the national zeitgeist but they could have made it pg-13 tried to sell it to everyone you know it's a it's a horror movie but it's for the you know like a quiet place right because there's kids involved let's get the kids to the theaters let's get their parents to the theaters because then get the older crowd from watching you know the the, the crowd that's our right. age that watched it growing up mm-hmm. everyone talks about oh so it scared me scared the show <laughs> of me when i was a kid I actually never watched it, really, when I was a kid. I didn't either. I watched it
1: last year, I think, for the first time.
0: Within the last
1: two years, it was the first time I'd watched it.
0: I watched it about five years ago, and I fell asleep.
1: <laughs> I just remember hating all of the adult actors. In it.
0: <laughs> John Ritter? Come on. Even John Ritter did a horrible
1: job in that movie. Uh, so we'll see uh, what the sequel is is like because i believe they're doing the uh the 27 years later thing um like they did with the original uh two-parter so uh i'm interested to see how that goes and, and who gets cast in that as the uh the older version of these these kid actors um hopefully it's the same group of people who, who did this one, and they, they do just as good, as, as good of a job. But yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. Uh, go check it out soonish.
0: All right. I'm going to talk about a movie from 2017. Uh, it made its debut in Cannes last year, and it is called "Good Time." Have you heard of "Good Time? Good Good Times. Good time. I know oh. you're a fan of good uh, good times, <laughs> but I don't think so. Good time.
1: Maybe I have, but I don't it doesn't ring a bell.
0: Directed by Benny and Josh Safty, so two brothers. And it stars Robert Pattinson, Benny Safty, so one of the directors. Hmm. Uh Jennifer Jason Lee, uh Buddy Duress, uh, our very own uh, Barkhad Abdi. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um, Eric Pickert Ben Edelman. That's about it, I think.
1: That name sounds familiar.
0: What's? But the what's last he one. he famous for? Um, let me find it. What Ben to, Edelman?
1: Is he married to somebody? Yeah.
0: Uh, he's known for Milkman. Samantha Dot, The Good Wife. Hmm. I don't know.
1: I'll look and see if I can see what I recognize him from.
0: But uh, I'll get to the storyline here. After a heist goes awry, a bank robber spends a night trying to free his mentally handicapped brother from being sent to Rikers Island Prison. So, Robert Pattinson plays a young adult criminal, seems to be somewhat of a career criminal, um, and he has a mentally handicapped brother who's played by the, one of the directors. And... Uh, Robert Penn seems to be a very much a loving brother, but uh, on the other hand, he takes him along to do his criminal activities. <laughs> so on one hand, he's a very good and loving brother. On the other hand, he takes him along to rob a bank and other nefarious activities. So there's a there's a chase towards the beginning of the movie, and his brother gets caught, put in jail. And... It's kind of hard to describe because you kind of have to see what kind of what his mental state really is hmm. from a couple of the scenes you see early on to kind of get it. But obviously he doesn't he doesn't have an easy go once he gets into jail. Um, he's in county basically, <laughs> you know, so Robert Panson needs to get $10,000 uh, for the bond to get his brother out of jail. And so he proceeds to try and do that. It's a little similar to run Lola run. Okay. Run Lola Run also kind of involved things like animation and things like that. This this film doesn't do that, but it is edited in a very kind of at a good pace, frenetic frenetic pace. Got a bumping soundtrack, a good time soundtrack. How about that?
1: Ooh.
0: The first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, pretty good. I, th- I was expecting maybe a little more. The second time I watched it, I was like, yeah, it's it's really fucking good. Um, I don't even know what to say. I might want to say soonish here. Ooh. But uh, fuck, I was kind of debating, thinking about it, because at first I was like, initially I was thinking, eventually, Robert Pattinson is pretty terrific in it. Um, all the performances are good. Um, even though I, you know, I, <laughs> I really doubt the director is mentally handicapped, so he's a, you know, he's a, well maybe a regular bro- person playing a mentally handicapped person, but
1: well, maybe his brother just brings him along to direct movies.
0: <laughs> I, I guess, you know. Could have done Could some be. more research on the directors, I
1: guess. Could be. I've not I'm not familiar with by the way I looked up that Ben Edelman, I don't know that guy.
0: Yeah. Seems like a pretty small time actor, I guess, or a guy that's just starting out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do two Soonishes in a row. How about that? Ooh. Soonish. I'll do Soonish. There you go. Reserve the right to change at a later day, but pretty confident in that. It was at Can. It's got a good pedigree. Great editing good pace you know it's a it's like an hour and 40 minutes or so a lot of a lot of running around
1: <laughs> JJ gets in the lots, lots of trouble JJ good times
0: oh yeah it's, di- times. it's a dynamite film if you ask me <laughs>
1: dynamite
0: <laughs> alright what else did you watch
1: I watched a movie from 1988 called Heathers
0: ooh mean to watch this I haven't seen it yet
1: directed by michael layman starring winona Rider, christian slater shannon doherty uh lee San fock kim walker penelope Wil- uh milford glenn shaddix uh lance fenton patrick laborto I think that's about it. In order to get out of the snobby clique that is destroying her good girl reputation, an intelligent teen, teen teams up with a dark sociopath and a plot to kill the cool kids. This movie's hilarious. <laughs> I was surprised at how funny it was. Yeah. Um, someone good. at work had recommended it. and uh,
0: Who's someone, that? Do we... So, Do I know this person one of, one of our avid <laughs>
1: listeners. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, recommended us. No me. shout out? <laughs> it was Alicia. <laughs> okay, perfect. It was Alicia. I uh I was a little wary cuz some of her other recommendations w- didn't quite pan out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're going to hear about this at at work on hmm, we will say next week Monday, <laughs> Tuesday maybe. <laughs>
1: Let's see. Yeah, it's uh it's no footloose, but uh <laughs> Uh yeah. I'm excited for Footloose by the way. Heather's. You're going to like the uh, soundtrack on Footloose Oh fuck I yeah, think. that's
0: that's all I need.
1: I think that's that'll get you through.
0: <laughs> Kevin Bacon just Ooh. grinding his way through that hour and nine, hour and 40 minutes about
1: Thereabouts. But uh we'll talk about Heather's right now. This is a super dark comedy. Like it's shockingly dark comedy. Mm-hmm. So basically uh, Winona Ryder is a uh, high school girl and she's in the most popular clique of girls with three other girls named Heather who are all super bitchy <laughs> and uh, she kind of starts crushing on this new guy in school who's played by Christian Slater who uh, has moved around a lot, uh, is he lives with his dad who owns a, uh, like a... Um, Kinda of like a construction company, but they demolish buildings uh type thing but uh, basically, what happens is they start thinking of how great their life would be without these popular cool kids <laughs> and uh some shit happens, and people start dying and uh I don't wanna to talk too much more about it um but it's it's super funny. Uh, really dark humor. So I kind of want to go soonish, but I feel like the dark humor might turn some people off, mm-hmm. but I think I'll still go as soonish.
0: All right. I mean, you do have to give the rating based on your view of it. I,
1: I really enjoyed it. It was,
0: you can give caveats. It's,
1: it's, but... I thought it was super funny, but it's like I said, it's, uh, it's really, uh, dark humor. It's, mm-hmm. um, what a morbid humor. Uh, so I will give Heathers a soonish rating soonish
0: we're just throwing around those soonishes today
1: it was pretty pretty <laughs> pretty pretty good
0: all right well, let's go uh, I teased it earlier we can talk about a either a Marvel or a DC property well it's Marvel today oh, snap I saw Thor Ragnarok
1: I heard that was a movie.
0: Yeah. It is the third Thor movie. I saw the first. Did not see the second. Saw this third one. Directed by, I'm gonna fuck up this, this name. Uh, Takawati, Takawati, or what? Watiti. It's
1: probably Taka.
0: Or did you you it's just a, look at it? No, but it's T A I K A.
1: I'll see if I can take a guess.
0: Stars are starring Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Kate Blanchett, Mark Ruffalo, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, Charlotte Hale from Westworld, huh? Mm. Carl Urban and Anthony Hopkins is in here. God, it's all Westworld. All we're missing is Ed Harris and about <laughs> 50 other people. They got, the James wrong, Marsden.
1: they got the wrong Hemsworth in there.
0: I mean, James Marsden is Cyclops. They could have... If Sony would let Marvel just take the X-Men...
1: <laughs> I don't know why they don't. So they gave up Spider-Man. Yeah. But again, they, they ran it into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, they gave it
0: up. Yeah. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh let's see if I'm missing somebody else. Luke Hemsworth. So... We got another the Westworld guy. <laughs> Sam Neill. There's a big cast in here. Storyline. Thor is imprisoned on the planet Sakar and must race against time to return to Asgard and stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his world at the hands of the powerful and ruthless villain Hela. Hela. Ella, Ella. A A. I forgot how you pronounce her name. It's H E L A. You know, some of the Marvel people are like God, I can't believe you fucked up her name. I didn't see
1: it so I don't know.
0: It's Kate Blanchett. So uh, like I said you know we were talking about some Marvel movies earlier and kind of their evolution some of the good ones and the bad ones. So when Avengers came out, I liked that quite a bit. I had a very good time in the theater that was a lot of fun. Um, and I watched I saw Thor One after Avengers. So I was like, oh, this will be good. And, you know, so Avengers was the first time I saw Thor, hmm. even though I believe that came out just before the Avengers. So when I saw, I was expecting it to be pretty funny, and there was some funny parts because they do the fish out of water thing. You know, he's he's basically like Superman. You know, he's from another, well, another realm or dimension, <laughs> whatever you want to describe it as. So he is a fish out of water, and they do, they do uh, you know, a few good jokes in there. And the first one. But I was mostly bored. Didn't give a shit. I was like, eh, Yeah. You know? I was like, Avengers is way better than this. You know? Um, that type of thing. So I was kind of turned off by it. Didn't care to go see the second one. But this one, you know, had gotten a lot of good reviews.
1: This one, they kind of marketed as like a, more of a, like, lighthearted comedy action movie.
0: hmm Yeah. And it was more of a, a team-up because the Hulk is in here and a myriad of other characters that have already gone over. And yeah, I did like it. It was a lot of fun. There was quite a few funny parts. You know, I, sometimes I give Marvel movies shit for being trying to do that too much, but, you know, it works for certain movies and certain stories like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what they're yeah. trying to do. It's just a fun movie The kick and soundtrack. You know, it has action, but you don't, You don't watch those movies for action. Right. You watch them because you love the characters and how they interact, how funny they are and charming. And Mm -hmm. you want to see them dance to some music here and there. And it's just, you know, a lot of fun. And that's what this movie kind of was. It reminded me a bit of guardians of the galaxy. It doesn't hurt that, you know, pretty much, I don't know if there's any part of it that really takes place on earth at all. I, I forget. And maybe small parts, but it's mostly out in space and, other realms you know you go to Asgard and you go to some other distant planets but yeah a lot of fun um action was you know okay but characters are a lot of fun a lot of good jokes um performances are good i would uh definitely give this an eventually eventually so if you're like me and skipped down on thor 2 you know maybe that's still a good decision but you know what you should give this one a try i thought it was a lot of fun all right. What else did you watch? Your third and final film of the episode.
1: It was tough to pick another one, but. Uh, <laughs> from 2017, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Directed by Jake Kasdan, starring Dwayne Johnson. Karen Gillen Kevin Hart and Jack Black plot summary four teenagers are sucked into a magical video game and the only way they can escape is to work together to finish the game I was surprised how how good this movie was mm-hmm it was uh it was really funny the jokes hit a lot more than I expected them to I thought it would be kind of corny yeah um. It's uh, it's a sequel. Like I, I didn't know if it was a sequel, or remake, or reboot, or whatever or the original Jumanji, and it's a sequel. It starts really. Oh, yeah. It starts with they got Robin Williams for it now. <laughs> no, it's a <laughs> it's a good pull. No, but they uh, so the the end of the first Jumanji, the game board is on the beach or whatever. That's how it starts. The second movie, somebody goes and picks it up, on the beach. I
0: had no idea.
1: Um, and then. Uh, Nobody plays board games anymore, so it magically turns itself, or it, it like, creates a, a video game version of itself, hmm. um, and then it jumps ahead uh, 20 years, um, and these four uh, kind of outcasts are, not necessarily outcasts, but mismatched personalities. There's a There's a, a jock, a nerdy guy, a nerdy girl, and then a super popular hot chick. Um, and they, they end up in detention together and they find this game that's been there for who knows how long and Mm -hmm. it's Jumanji. So they suck up into the game and they, they end up being their, the avatar that they chose. So, um, I thought the actors in the movie did a a really good job because like Dwayne Johnson is playing a nerdy 16 year old white kid,
0: Mm -hmm. boy or girl boy okay
1: who's like allergic to everything and afraid of everything Mm -hmm. uh and then jack black is the super popular hot chick okay and he does a great job of like being that girl Mm -hmm. um chris rock is the the football player who in real life is like six foot four you know, 250 Chris pounds. Rock?
0: Uh, Kevin Hart. I was, I, was like, Chris, I was like, I didn't know Chris Rock was in this. Kevin Hart's
1: <laughs> in there. So, like, the whole time he's complaining about how he's so small and weak when he's so used to be big and strong. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Karen Gillan is the the nerdy girl who uh, who's now this badass chick who knows karate and kicks ass. Hmm. Um, So I thought the actors did a good job of, like, you didn't think it was – the rock and kevin hart and jack black like they did a good job of making you think they're the the kids who are embodying those characters if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um uh i thought the pacing was good some of the the action was good it's a pretty um straightforward storyline it's not you know they 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 go through the game they have to go through different levels and and uh complete the uh the overall mission to get out of it um so there's not a ton of surprises in there but like i said a lot of the jokes were were pretty good Uh, i thought it was funny it it exceeded my expectations Mm -hmm. so i'll give jumanji welcome to the jungle and eventually all right eventually
0: all right the final film i'm gonna talk about is a French film entitled "Man Bites Dog," or at least that's the English translation or English title, because I cannot pronounce the original title. But is from 1992. I don't think I, I should have clarified that Thor Ragnarok is from 2017. But
1: I think you I might have it. said that. I don't know. I?
0: Well, this was a uh, uh, directed by. Um, uh, Remy Belvaux, Andre Bonzel, Benoît Polvord. Yeah, I butcher those names, but what are you gonna do? Stars those same people. Uh, main character is Benoît. Let's see. Hector Pepe, Jenny Dry, Malou Madow Lot of, a lot of blank. A lot of blank. Uh, <laughs> what do you call that? Blank profiles, profile pics uh, on IMDb. No photo available. Yeah. Uh, Storyline. A film crew follows a ruthless thief and heartless killer as he goes about his daily routine. But complications set in when the film crew lose their objectivity and begin lending a hand. So, premise of this movie is there's a small documentary crew following around this madman as he goes about his... Daily routine of killing people and disposing of the bodies, you know, robbing them, things like that. And it's done in such a way that it's played for laughs uh, somewhat. Other parts are just very dark and disturbing. Um, I guess it kind of depends on your sensibilities a little bit. There's, there's, some, there's definitely some very dark humor in here. Maybe similar to what you were talking about with Heathers, hmm. but maybe a little darker in here, a little... <laughs> more disturbing yeah like like the premise you know kind of hints at the the crew starts more or less helping their subject with his murders and they kind of start off by just doing a couple of simple things and then it kind of leads into hey they're they're really uh they're really participating (laughs) it's like that wayne gale turn in natural born killers (laughs) (laughs) wayne gale And also, like Natural Born Killers, this is kind of a commentary on mass media Hmm. and um, its influence on culture and the influence of celebrity on culture, things like that. So it definitely has, I guess, kind of its heart in the right place of what it's trying to depict and show, um, which kind of helps give it a little bit of a free pass on the sadistic murder and rape that they show throughout the film. (laughs) So I would definitely give this a soonish. It's very well made. But like I said, there's a caveat to it. You have to be kind of into films like this, into foreign film, into films that are really, you know, it isn't just being disgusting to be disgusting. There's reasons behind it. And to some people, those reasons don't really matter. Hmm. And they're not necessarily wrong. You know, it just isn't for them. But um, for the people that, are into that sort of thing I think they'll have a hell of a the time uh, there are some parallels to movies like Natural Born Killers there's a lot of disturbing stuff in Natural Born Killers yeah yeah there is <laughs> and I'd, I'd probably say Natural Born Killers is gorier than this and that only came out two years after this this is a black yeah. and white film as well but um, yeah there are a lot of parallels to I mean you could tell it was controversial still is somewhat this film but um yeah, I would give it a soonish. Soonish. Were you gonna say something? No. No. I don't think so. But yeah. That's why you can't can't rate the movie what you think the audience will do necessarily. Although that is what we're doing. We're telling them to watch this movie eventually, soonish, mm-hmm. never, all that. But you have to give your own opinion of it for the rating, I suppose. Does that make sense?
1: I think so. That's usually what I do.
0: hmm You
1: know. I, I, sometimes I'll take into consideration, you know, maybe it's not for everybody, but for the most part, it's
0: it's my opinion. It's because the, the setup to our ratings is, you know, we want help you prioritize when or what movie you should watch, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also, there's a little bit of a caveat to that because we're assuming that you're big into film. Right. And watch a lot of movies and things like that. Or that you're looking to watch more movies and you're looking for suggestions. Right. So these ratings aren't for the typical masses, I guess.
1: You got to think, too. We got not necessarily the most mainstream uh, opinion of movies or like Mm. taste in movies. Yeah. Like we tend to enjoy a lot of... Not to mainstream movies. Yep. Um, so, like, some of the ones that we rate Soonish and uh, ASAP, well, mostly Soonish, I would say, are not necessarily for everybody, mm-hmm. but they're ones that we really enjoyed. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times they're ones that uh, maybe you, you wouldn't even think to watch. hmm Because you're not sure, oh, that one... It's old, or it's it's a strange subject matter, or it's a independent film, or low budget, and I don't know if it's worth my time. You know, we've seen it and and we really enjoyed it, and uh, our ratings can help you identify those types of off the beaten path movies that are mm-hmm. worth your time versus the ones that aren't.
0: Yeah. And we shouldn't even really have to explain ourselves this much because the people who just like mainstream movies or popcorn fare, they probably quit listening to the podcast because we don't talk about that those types of movies that often, right? You know? But it's a good reminder to people that are new to the podcast, or you know, you know, this episode we did do some mainstream movies, mm-hmm. but we also did a few that weren't mainstream. Sure did, but
1: mine were mostly mainstream. One was older, though. Which is.
0: Which is unusual.
1: Yeah, (laughs) very unusual for you.
0: (laughs) Usually it's like maybe one new movie and then one movie from the 50s and one movie from, you know, 78.
1: Yeah. There's been a a string of like It and Jumanji and Justice League all just recently debuted on HBO and Stars. So um, there's been a lot of movies from last year that are are starting to hit those premium channels yeah um, and
0: you just watched the last jedi so yeah, you could have talked about that. it was new
1: on netflix i didn't want to talk about that <laughs> 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 it, was, it was not good <laughs>
0: all right um that's a bigger topic for another day <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah any other thoughts I don't know not, else you want to
1: add I'm not looking forward To walking in my car In this <laughs> downpour <laughs> Yeah Good timing
0: Nice little tea storm Sprung upon us But Reach out to us You can email us At watchthismovie At yahoo.com. Suggestions Criticism Whatever the fuck You want to send us I'll read it
1: <laughs> Please Maybe do. even
0: on the show Please do Who knows um, you follow us on Twitter at WatchThisMovie. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. And please rate and review, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. And we may be available in a few other podcast apps and programs that we're not even aware of.
1: Who knows?
0: Just look for it on your own personal podcast app. That's where we are. Other than that, we will check you later.
1: Guess we'll see you around. All
0: right, check you later. Bye. Later. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking about? Check man? you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you off my case. Oh, man.